What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is another episode of the Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I am your host, Tanner Wilkinson. I am joined today by the Tim Gatman. Tim, say hello. Uh, hello, what's up? Uh, we are also joined for his second straight episode. Max Stottles here. Max. How are we doing? How are we doing? Good. We're doing good. What, what are we going to get into today? A little, a little NFL draft review? What do we, what do we, Sounds like anything? Yeah, it was pretty big. We had a whole show revolving a mock draft, so this is some pretty big news. What? Uh, anything catch your guys' eye? All right. Well, let's let's start with with Justin Fields going to the Bears at eleven. The Bears traded up to take Justin Fields, which was something I didn't think was going to happen, but that's why I'm not the draft expert. What did you think, Stod? Honestly, if Justin Fields works out how people in Chicago think are hoping he does and how people in the NFL and fans are thinking he will. It wasn't that bad of like a trade. Like they didn't give up too much in my opinion. If he becomes their franchise quarterback this year's first, uh, well, moving back and then next year's first and the fourth and fifth round picks is not that much. If you think about it, if he becomes their quarterback for the next 10 years. So I think it was a win. Uh, yeah. Tim, what do you think? I, I would agree with that, that he that if it turns out that he's really good or something, people are going to say that this is like a great move by Ryan Pace or whatever his name is. And like, it's going to go down as a really great move. But if he's bad, it'll probably just be meh. Bears kind of just whiffed on another quarterback. Which... See, the thing, the thing with this is Pace saves his job for at least two more years. That's mm-hmm. what it was. It was because if you take a, an old lineman in this spot, or like you don't trade up and you just take an O lineman at whatever pick they had twenty whatever it was, then like you go seven and seven and ten or seven and nine whatever however many games they're playing, you're done. You're you're fired at that rate. There's the yeah. you're not saving your job with that. But if you go seven and ten, uh, like eight and nine, then you will with a rookie quarterback. Your your job is definitely secured. Do you have something to build upon at that point? So that's really what it was with. That's how I saw it, at least, with Justin Fields being taken. I'm kind of surprised the that the Patriots didn't move up to take him, but I guess they like their guy, Damn. Mac Jones, at 15. It's just like – it's going to be hard for me to ever really truly believe the Patriots are ever going to trade up. Like, yeah. in the draft, they've always just been that team that, like, I'm never, like, thinking Bill Belichick's ever going to trade up. But this would have been the draft that could have been potentially worth it to do. But they got their guy at 15, Mac Jones. We'll see. Yeah, Mac Jones is trying to single-handedly bring back, drop back passing. So I think this is probably a pretty good fit for for the <laughs> Patriots. I mean, like, he does everything that the Patriots need. Like, he's just going to drop back and throw it to the guy who's open eight yards down the field. He's going to just try and do that. I mean, they they tried the Cam Newton experience experiment i mean i think that'll take probably they'll probably sit jones this year and let cam the course of cam go and then see what to happens be a fly on the wall in that quarterback room dude cam newton jones interactions. the newton jones quarterback room is probably going to be hilarious was well, stidham still in that room as well <laughs> now that would be that's the root that's you got Cam on one side of the planet, and then you have Stidham and, and Mac Jones on the other side. They're just – the spectrum is unreal. And I think Newton and Stidham, Auburn, and Bama 
It was Mac Jones. So you got a little, you got a little war eagle there. I was gonna say you got Alabama. I mean, it's you got the Alabama schools in the Patriots quarterback room. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting room. I'm looking at uh, on NFL.com uh, Mac Jones's player comp, and it's Daniel Jones, which I don't really know if you want to be compared to Daniel Jones. I'll say it. Lazy writing potentially, just using the same last name. Yeah, uh, copy the homework, but change it a little bit. That is essentially <laughs> what happened. Uh, is there anything else in the first round we want to talk about? What was the pick by the Giants at 20? Kadarius, I, I like Kadarius Tony, but it like is. he is not the he is not the 20th draft pick in the NFL, right? Like he is it's, not. Especially with Kawiti Pay. Kawiti Pay was the, the next pick, and that's what that's who we had the Giants selecting in our mock draft. So I thought they traded back to try and get him, but they went wide receiver, which I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting pick. Because they go Kadarius Tooney, and they go Sterling Shepard, and they go Slater. That's that's their big three. I, I guess they're like, what about, we're, we're going to try and be set. Kenny Galladay too now. And Galladay. Yeah, I don't – huh. That's that's a weird pick in my. I was just looking. Hey, the at Giants that. have a lot of weapons now, though. Okay. Two other quarterbacks, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Danny, Danny fumbles, baby. I mean, that's their true. their needs their needs, I guess, were linebacker, O line, and wide receiver. So I guess it makes sense that they would just take a wide receiver because they got it. They got that edge rusher from Georgia in the second round, who was pretty good. Azi Ojolari. How about uh? They did. They did get that alignment, yeah. What about uh, the biggest lock of the night that we knew on night one? Besides the Najee the Harris. The Najee Harris Najee lock. Harris. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, every mock draft ever created had the Najee Harris lock. Also, staying with running backs, I want, I'm about to get into conspiracy theory mode. Okay. Uh, Travis, at, Travis ETN. On. Yeah, tinfoil hats on, everybody. Well, let's get into this together. <laughs> Travis ETN. Going 25 to the Jaguars. I Right when this happened, I thought this is fishy. This is something a little fishy here with Lawrence going to the Jaguars and ETN. This is what this is what I'm thinking, ready? Before the draft process, ETN's like, I'm going to the draft. Lawrence is like, I don't know yet. And I think he told the front office of the Jaguars, said, hey, if you don't draft ETN, I'm going to stay another year. <laughs> he had the power. Like, that's something that was going on. And I guys, that, go ahead. I thought that was more of like they. I thought it was like Urban Meyer calls Trevor Lawrence and was like, "Yo, who do you want us to pick at this one?" And he, he's just like, "Yeah, get my, get my guy, my buddy Etienne." That's what I, I. I don't know. That's what I saw it as more. Just like they just call. They just wanted to know who he wanted because he's the star. Yeah, but didn't they have a the first pick in the second round? Do they think someone yeah. was going to take him? D- I thought they didn't they t- they took another Clemson player too. No way. No. No, they, they took a Clemson lineman at one point. No, they didn't. I remember I was watching it and I was just like, "What?" They took Walker Little from Stanford. That's not a bad pick. Big white guy from Texas, sure. That that is a I like that conspiracy though about the ETN. The ETN, I think he's me. I think also another pick I liked was Bateman to the Fal- or to the Ravens. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a, that was a really good um, one. A pick I didn't like so much though was Alex Leatherwood to the Raiders at seventeen. Yeah, that seems like a reach, but I yeah, mean, he's a mean six, connoisseur. Six five, six five three fifteen don't just doesn't just grow on trees. I did see a, do a thousand memes. Me either do a thousand memes. <laughs> I did see yeah. a tweet that said that a lot of teams had him going in the first round from like twenty on. Okay, um, so he went seventeenth. Yeah, so it wasn't like it was like a super yeah. high reach, but kind of, I guess. That's also, fair. our mock draft was pretty decent. How, how many it? did you end up getting right? Uh, seven. What was our over under? <laughs> Nine and a half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that screwed us was the trades. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, and we taking Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah, we also flipped. We flipped Trey Lance and, and Mac Jones. Yeah, we should, dude. We should have knew. We should have knew Mac Jones was such a smoke screen to put a week before. And then be like, you really thought we were gonna draft this guy at three overall? <laughs> Dude, they're stupid. Teams are stupid. They'll do stupid shit like that. Phillips is gonna be much better though. I think. I agree. We also got Jalen Phillips from Miami staying with the Dolphins. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris. Uh, that Green Bay pick, Eric Stokes was something. She yeah, basically seals the leaving of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting topic as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's just got him by the balls right now. Yeah. Would you hear how he said that like he, he might retire if they don't play him? Like just goes, yeah, they don't trade him. <laughs> like he's like, I'm never playing for Green Bay ever again. I'll quit before I play for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has. He only has one more year on that deal. I'm, I believe. So I yeah. think what he. I mean, he could just sit out the year and just do whatever he wants, like he wants to, and then come back. Be and be so like, boring, anybody I'd wants. Be so, I'd be so mad at him if he sat out this year. I mean, I get it, but like, it'd be you'd suck if we missed a year of Aaron Rodgers. And it's like he's like not getting any younger. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; he's good, and he's, he's gonna be good in his forties, like Brady. But he is like what thirty? Dare I say thirty-eight? I want to say 38. Yeah, I mean, let's let's say he sits out a year. Who knows? He's coming into football into his 40th birthday, maybe. Whew. That that would be interesting. I don't know if he's 38, but. He's 37. Okay. December birthday, December 2nd. Okay. So, he like, he's not even 30. He's, like, not even 37 for that long. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean. He's coming off an MVP season where he only threw like yeah, five picks in forty TDs. So you think he'll play till he's like forty-five as well, like Brady probably will. Yeah, I don't know if he has the drive that Brady has. Yeah, like, I think Brady wants to play until he is has in the like casket. 10 Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> just unlimited. So, like, I mean, I think Rogers likes football. I don't know if he loves football. I think he likes it. I think he's like, oh, this is cool. But I think Brady loves football and is like, I will play until. I have no legs left. I think Rodgers is also going to have, like, like he's doing the whole thing with Jeopardy. And then his, like, fiance, I think, is, like, an actress. So there's going to be stuff, like, like he's going to have, like, I guess a bunch of other stuff he can do that's not football. So if he doesn't really want to play, he might just, I don't know. He's pussy-whipped. He might, he might just be like, eh, it's not worth getting hit when I can just go host Jeopardy and make a yeah. bunch of money that way. <laughs> 
would not be a bad second hustle after playing in the NFL for like 15 years at an MVP level. <laughs> so any, uh, any day two picks you guys like? I'm going to look at mine. Um, yeah, one that stands out already is I don't know how he fell to the Browns in the second round, but Jeremiah Wusu from Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. That was a yeah. good pick. Also, uh, the Cardinals taking Rondell Moore. That's going to be cool. Yeah. 2 2 Atwell with Sean McVay might be kind of cool to watch. He's yeah. The, the Chiefs take Nick Bolton and Creed Humphrey in the second round. Both friends of the program. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of names. Like, the this first couple picks in the second round, you had Elijah Moore. You had Javante Williams from North Carolina, Javon Holland, Christian Barrymore, who we had in the first round. There's a lot of big names that, I mean, there's a lot of talent in this second round. There is. Asante Samuel Jr., I think, could be a name to look out for. Yeah. I think he could be pretty good. I saw some people saying he might sneak into the first. So for him to drop or drop to 47 is probably pretty pretty good. The Packers also, did take Amari Rodgers in the third round, which I like. The Clemson guy? Yeah. Yeah. So hey, is Go ahead. I'm just does that mean uh if he got drafted in the third round, Justin Ross is playing next year and getting drafted, right? He's a first round pick next year. Okay. Okay. If he if he plays football, he's a first round pick. Okay. That was that was all I had to ask. Yeah, he he'll be a first round pick for sure. If if he just plays. But hopefully he's healthy enough to play. Fair. Kyle Trask uh, to the box. Kyle <laughs> to the box. That we knew that was happening. We, we you, you jumped the gun a little bit, but it counts. Round one was a little bit of a fever dream. I'll yeah. be honest. <laughs> Helen really, to the right may have been the most random thing that happened during this draft. I got the notification of Kellen Vaughn being drafted by the Vikings, and I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> Why did we?" Do you hate it, or are you not opposed? No, to it? I mean, I just it was. I didn't think they were going to actually take a quarterback because they have Kirk for like two or three more years. So, and he's going to be a starter. So, and Kellen Mond's kind of like the opposite of Kirk Cousins in almost every way, which was an interesting pick. I don't Tim, know. what are your what are your thoughts on uh, Ian Book to the Saints? Uh, I thought the fourth round. I didn't think he was going to get drafted. So going in the fourth round's pretty good. And going to the Saints, I mean, they're they're definitely like that's like one of the better I feel like if you're like a rookie quarterback like he, like him where it's like a late draft pick, that's not a bad team to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just some other names that are sticking out to me. Chuba Hubbard to the Panthers once. Draft. What? Panthers had a good draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chubb, I think Chubb was gonna be really good. And I know CMC is about as healthy as, like, an old sick dog. So, once he tears yeah. his ACL again, like he did last year after I took him first overall. Um, Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma to the Patriots. This just sounds like LeGarrette Blunt 2.0. Like, <laughs> literally the same exact thing. I don't um, – hey, He led the league in touchdowns one year, so that could be your boy. I, I, yeah, 
Give it to him at the one, literally every time. Also, the Ravens in the fourth round took Tylen Wallace out of Oklahoma State, who I think is going to be pretty good. I mean, he was a stud in college. Did Ellinger get drafted? I think he did. Big, Big Sam did get drafted. I remember seeing it. I don't know to who or when or where. Oh, I, I did see. I, I see it. It's the Colts uh, in the sixth round. Nice. Nice. Nice shot. Big Sam, the first uh, Longhorns quarterback drafted since Colt McCoy. Fun fact. Wow. Uh, like, why wouldn't you want to go to that school? Why wouldn't you want to go to that school when they produce that talent, man? That's true. So, within that span, you can say Oklahoma's had three quarterbacks drafted, and not only were they all drafted, they were all first overall picks, correct? Correct. <laughs> uh, that's quite the re- recruiting pitch right there. You're welcome, Lincoln Riley, if you're listening. <laughs> also, next year, uh, an R.J. Young's way-too-early mock draft has Rattler going first, so... Just add uh, another next, one. I'm hoping next year is the year we break the quarterbacks first overall curse and we get an edge rusher, maybe, you know, sneaking up there. <laughs> you never know. In, in his mock no. draft, he has Kayvon going five. Oh, I think that's the floor if he goes five. He he had he had Rattler, Sam Howell, uh, Derek, Stingley, Derek Stingley Jr., Hold on, I, I had it up here earlier. I swear to God, if it's the USC quarterback at fourth overall. I don't, no, it's not. It might be uh, the Georgia kid. JT Daniels? Yeah. Jamie Newman undrafted, by the way. <laughs> yeah, all he had to do was well, play football this year. <laughs> he had to just play football, and he would have been drafted. I, I was still shocked he was in, like, Mel Kuyper's, like, top 10 quarterbacks or whatever. I was like – I saw that, and I was like, he, he didn't play football this year. Like, Yeah, I mean, he's good. He's definitely good, but you got to play. Especially when he would he had the starting job, like, at Georgia. Yeah, that 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 was the weird thing I thought was that he, he did have, like – like, he was the expected starter and everything. Right, crazy. So here's here's the first eight picks for RJ Young's mock draft. Uh, Texans at one get Rattler, Lions at two get Sam Howell, Bengals at three get Derek Stingley Jr., Jets at four get Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, Jaguars get Kayvon Thibodeau at five, six Zach Harrison to the Giants, uh, Kyle Hamilton at yeah. seven to the Eagles. <laughs> And Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa State to the Broncos. What position is he? Uh, D end. Uh, I was waiting to hear tight end. Iowa I loves tight ends. Tight end. <laughs> Let's go. Hamilton, top I 10. think if Rattler's the, the protege to Deshaun Watson's sticky situation in Houston, <laughs> it'll be tough. It'll be tough, man. That's going to be tough for any rookie quarterback to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> RJ definitely not RJ not being a homer in this uh mock draft at all has three Oklahoma players going in the top in the first round. So Bama, def- I hear you. You're the new Bama. Okay. No, Bama I'll t- Bama has two. Uh three. Four. Five. They have five players in the in the first round, according to this. 
So, I mean, in our mock draft, we had we had seven Alabama players, and we were one off. There were six taken in the first round. I'm pretty sure on Vegas, the over-under was five and a half, too, so it would have hit. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Do we want to do we want to try and get into some segments? I was thinking of some segment ideas at work today. Yeah. So I, I think I think our Monday or this will probably come out on Monday or later tonight. I think we need our what what did we learn this weekend segment where we uh, we all go around and share what we learned this weekend. Did we learn yeah. anything this weekend? Stod, I know I'm putting right I'm putting you on the spot right now, Stod. What'd you learn this weekend? Okay. I learned we well, kind of touched upon it a bit, but I learned that Dominic Reyes is a fucking fraud. Okay. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, right. he is. But Continue. I bet on him in a parlay, all right. And I had I can't even pronounce the guy's name. Whatever fight before. It was like Gigi Kabibwa or something was the dude's name. Shaggy Des. And let me tell you this. That guy, he does he takes care of business early with his opponent. Kicks him in the side, liver shot. Dude was down. Dude was down. It was nasty. Dominic Reyes walks out thinking he's all cool because he quit football to become a pro fighter. And then this other dude from I don't even know where, the middle, like Norse. He's like Norse, he's Viking. Comes out with his hair. How do you describe his hair? It's quite literally something I've never it's, seen. Before. It's just like straight. It's like a it's like a ponytail in the back, but it's just straight up like an antenna. Yeah, and it's like the I think it's supposed to show the longer it is, it's the more like times in combat he's survived, and then once he gets beat, he has to cut it off eventually. You know, some like warrior type shit. Yeah, he follows the Bushido code. I think exactly. There we go. That kind of stuff, and basically all in all, my parlay lost because Dominic Reyes took a spinning bow. <laughs> To the face in the second round, and he got dropped quicker than crap. Straight so violence. Yeah, dude, did you see it? It was crazy. Violent. That's what it was. It was. It's never good when you get knocked out and you fall face first. You never want to fall face first when you get knocked out. You never do. And I had a little bit of false hope the whole night because he was actually like kind of taking the punches. Like, yeah, he was bleeding, but he was taking them and he was kind of taking a few back. But that dude, that guy from Jury, Jury was not moving. He was just not phased one bit by these Dominic Reyes punches. Well, they, like, dropped each other in the first round. Yeah. But it was just, like, Reyes, you could just tell, was getting hit, like, way more. And it was was not going to end well. Sam, what what did you learn from this weekend? Uh, I learned that uh, English Premier League fans, specifically Man U fans, are kind of crazy. (laughs) <laughs> um, they had a big protest that had like 4,000 people outside of it at Old Trafford and it culminated in 200 fans breaking, fans breaking into the stadium and eventually some of them broke into the locker rooms like so all like the COVID bubble that they had and everything was like completely destroyed like ended so they had to postpone the game today and everything so they stormed the capital is what I'm hearing in a way, they stormed the Capitol. <laughs> Stop the steal, man. Stop the steal. Count the votes, please. Man United, count the votes. Oh, yeah, they were supposed to play Liverpool today, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. got postponed because of these fans. Yeah, that's that has huge implications. Well, not on the league, really, but yeah. No, well, kind of. Not like well, the winner of the league, but yeah. the people who can qualify oh, for... 
or the CEO. Champions, Champions League. Yeah, that's true. Tottenham won 4 0 today. Let's go. I didn't even look at that. All right. Two. What, what I learned here? this weekend, you know what I learned this weekend? It's been it's been mostly learn? over the week. Our Portland Trailblazers Stod are back. We are back from the dead. It's funny you say that, because as you're saying that, we just hit a Melo just hit a three with a minute left on the Celtics, so we're up five. We are back. The first time in, in franchise history we've won uh three games in a row on the road by 19 or more. Fun fact. I saw that. I mean, what what I thought we were dead in the water. I thought we were not even going to be a playoff team, and now we're just gonna. We might be the five seed. It's crazy how much this team can mess with our emotions. I was bought in. They had me on the. They had me on the ropes these past few weeks, and now I'm all the way back in, just like that. And as we were speaking, Norm Powell with a layup, up seven with 55 seconds left, according to my stream. Go and then, so we we've plead we've. We're on our East Coast tour right now. We beat the Pacers, beat the Grizzlies, beat the Nets, about to beat the Celtics, play the Hawks tomorrow. This is where we need oh, – We, need, we could, slime crime for you. Yeah, I know. I know. We need – well, I need Dame to, to start cooking, so. But, yeah, that's what I learned. We're, we're back now. Until next we week's are. podcast when we lose three in a row and uh, we're officially back to being dead. <laughs> Another segment idea I was thinking about at work. Uh, how about baby boy of the week? We all oh. just go around and, and give our baby boy of the week. <laughs> I love that idea, actually. Stad, do you want to start us off? Um, yeah, my baby boy of the week. Dating through last week and uh, like starting last Monday to now. Mm-hmm. This Sunday, I would say my baby boy of the week has been... Trevor Lawrence, he was picked first overall, and he has a beautiful wife, and now he gets to go spend the next 10 years of his life in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Absolutely stunning wife. Uh, she, and he gets to play with his best friend. Tim Tebow. coach with some, albeit, minor health problems we should worry about, but that's a topic for another day. But <laughs> yeah, I think that's I my mean, baby boy of the week. Yeah, he's living a pretty good life right now. Probably no complaints from uh, T-Drip Drip. Can't imagine many. Tim, your baby boy of the week. Um, well, Justin Fields got drafted eleven, so I'd say. But I'm trying to think of who my. Yeah, I mean, none of my baby boys really did anything though. Like all my soccer guys really didn't play or do anything notable, noticeable. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean Panay. I th- I call Panay my baby boy. And he he's at seven, though he, that's like a drop for him. I, I was kind of disappointed in that. That was well, yeah, that was like a drop. The Bengals the Bengals deciding to take a wide receiver it was interesting. Also, yeah. I I was kind of surprised that the Dolphins didn't try and take Panay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Do you think it's because of Laramie Tunsil, or? I think Tua might have just been like, hey, if you're going to go get a weapon, get this guy. And the guy also was there. probably helps Tua's confidence. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I would hope my confidence if I knew I wasn't going to get hit off my blind side. <laughs> Every play. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, Lions, the Lions made the right pick. They're doing the rebuild right. You start in the trenches, mm-hmm. then you work outside the numbers. Yeah. The, 
who how about your how about you tanner who was your baby boy of the week i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with the the theme that we've been going on through the draft and i'm gonna i'm gonna say ronnie perkins baby boy of the week found an excellent home in new england probably the best situation you could go into being coached by bill belichick uh, he's already he's already in Foxborough. I follow him on Twitter. He's loving it. Yeah, as a DN, that's where I'd want to go. Yeah, uh, probably the best defensive coach ever is just teaching. Is just you get to learn from. So, yeah, we'll 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 stick with Ronnie. Ronnie will be my little baby boy of the week. He's from the Lou, so I gotta I gotta shout him out. Three one four. Let's go. All right, boys. I think this is where – is this where we end it? I think this, this is where we end it. It's been a good talk. That's been a good talk. Anything you guys want to shout out before we uh, get kicked out of here? I don't have anything. Love, love eat, pray. <laughs> All right. I'll see you boys later. We'll be back later this week with an episode. Stay tuned.